Well, our moms think we're funny. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. My name is Turk182. And I'm Akomi. Ah, so, Akomi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know how much of a topic or conversation this is going to be, but I had a, a thought the other day, because, you know, I always had these, like, random thoughts and musings and stuff. Right. And so I had this thought the other day, and, um, and I was like, huh, okay, um, uh, and I'm sure someone else has thought of it. I, whenever I have a thought, I'm, I am like, okay, I've never heard this before, but I'm sure that somebody else has, has had this thought before. It, it can't just be me. Um, right. And so I'm like, I'm sure someone else had this thought before. Um, and I was like, well, let me just go ahead and just toss it out there, you know, to call me and be like, hey, have you thought about this before? I mean, you know, or heard anybody mention this before? And I don't even know exactly why I was thinking about, about Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you why I was thinking about Ghostbusters. Um, but I was thinking about Ghostbusters and I was like, you know, one thing they never talk about and it's right there. It's not a secret. Uh, everybody knows it, but they never talk about it. And I don't think anyone ever fully addresses it. Uh huh. And I know it's gotta like for the character, it's really gotta like just really gotta dig into them. Um, and that is, um, Venkman. So Bill Murray's character, Peter Venkman. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Venkman's very um, selfish. You know, self-serving kind of guy. Uh, very egotistical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I they never address the fact that um, first off, uh, Louis Tully, like the neighbor, um, you know, to 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 Dana, right, right. right. So he totally nailed her. <laughs> he fucked the shit out. Of he nailed her before Vinkman could. <laughs> and you know that's got to bug him. Well, of course, yeah. But they never mention it. They never talk about it. Do you know that every time he looks at her, even when they apparently had a relationship and they broke up and kind of get back together in Ghostbusters 2, that's always got to be in his mind, is yeah. that little worm, <laughs> right? After all of his, like, you know, just fawning all over her and, and Dana, 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 that he got to her yep. before Minkman did. Yep. And not only that... The night of their supposed date where he was going to try to put the moves on her, that's the night he nails her. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I straight up jacked your girl on your <laughs> date night. And I got some before you did. Yeah. That really breaks the bro code a lot. <laughs> but no one ever talks about it. And you know that's got to just, that's got to eat at him. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you know that Egon would be the kind of guy that would bring that up to every once in a while. Of course. And then on top of that, like Tully has got to think about it, but like, yeah, no matter what you say, right? I fucked her. <laughs> I got her. And it was good too. Hell, it was so good it almost destroyed the world. <laughs> but they yeah. never bring that up. I guess in a lot of ways you really can't bring that up when it's somebody that you're working with, you know? Well, I'm saying like, like in the movie they never really address the fact like he never kind of like just even mumbles under his breath or anything, but like you know, or even I can see like, uh, um, I should, um, uh, Ray, right? Mm-hmm. I can see Ray like just bringing it up because you know he he has that that blunt way of saying stuff without really thinking about it. Yeah, and it's like, um, it's like a, it's like a, I'm I was like glad to see that you finally let it go that uh, that uh, Tully got some before you did. Right, and yeah. be like, why would you bring that up, Ray? You know, like <laughs> that, but. You know, that's uh, there's nothing that ever is mentioned. Yeah. And they just kind of just gloss over it like, okay, it's cool. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, it happened. We all know it happened. We were yeah. all right there. I mean, had you ever thought about that? I really hadn't, uh. I think it's kind of interesting. It is very interesting, yeah. So, then I had this, this idea of... You know they've got that uh, that Ghostbusters movie that's coming out with Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. and it's got the the uh, Egon's daughter in it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what I'd like to see in that movie would be like you know not as like the like a Deus Ex Machina or anything like that, or or even like you know like someone that's rushing in to save the day. But I'd like to see like this guy show up and he knows like like a it's like nice like a 
handsome guy, like you know, nice build. He's about you know about sixteen or seventeen years old. Right. Um, kind of fashionable. You know, got like a really kind of stylish haircut. You know, so it kind of looks cool. And he's the son of Janine and Tully. Right. But he's been raised on the stories of the Ghostbusters because of them working with him. Mm-hmm. And so, and with all that, he's like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the ghost was real. This happened to me. And, and she's like, and I was there. Your father's telling you the truth, you know, <laughs> and all this stuff. And so he's like devoted his life, dedicated his life to like learning about ghosts and stuff yeah. because of this. Like, it's like the, the his nerdy father, like the one thing he did and he was there and it's like, and it, I mean, it's, it's, it's right there. It's proof. I mean, it's, it's all over the place, you know, right. that that happened. And, and so he's like kind of put himself through it. And then to tie it in there. You can make, and I haven't seen the the other Ghostbusters movie, mm-hmm. but you could make Chris Hemsworth's character like his uncle, mm-hmm. okay. who would be the person that would teach him like how to be cool, how to look cool, even right. though he's not apparently very smart. But he's was Chris Hemsworth in the female Ghostbusters movie? Yeah, okay. He played the the I guess the secretary or phone answerer person, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that he would be the guy that would like, he'd be like, like the male bimbo. So right, he would be right. a teacher, like how to look good, how to talk to girls, that kind of stuff. But like his it. father would be the one that would, you know, teach him, you know, all, well, he would get all the smarts from him. Right. So then when they, they need to know about in this new movie, when they need to know about like what the ghost is going on, right? That's when this guy shows up. He's like, I know all about it. And he's like, oh shit. It's like the, like the opposite of like Tully and everything. And just, I right. think that'd be kind of awesome. Then you get to whole, put that whole piece in there too. It's like, oh yeah. Cause you know, my dad, he, you know, he screwed this chick and almost, <laughs> almost brought him all the end of the world, <laughs> but he got some. He was like, just goes to show perseverance. If it's a girl you like, you just persevere and persevere. And then eventually you'll get possessed by a ghost and you can fuck her. <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes, I guess. I was like, you know, and this kind of goes to that thing we were, that we were going to do with like after the credits roll. Yeah. You know, but to where like there's, there's things in movies that be, that they don't really talk about afterwards. But right. Like, but there's always these kind of lingering questions like what happens now? Right. Right. I'm like, what, you know, like, what do you do? They, I, so I, that's why I'm curious about that. Like, huh. Mm hmm. And, and so has anyone else ever really thought about that? So you guys listening out there, you're a Ghostbusters fan. Have any of you ever thought about that? Um, I know I definitely haven't. Granted, I was very distracted the last time I watched the movie, but... Oh, do tell. Oh, just personal shit. Oh. Okay, <laughs> definitely nothing on a funny, funny podcast. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to feel like, like you were like, you know, like, um, like, you know, getting some or making out with some chick or whatever. But like, oh yeah, we, we put that <laughs> on. you think you're talking to? We were like Ghostbusters and chill. <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought it'd be funny because, you know, afterwards and everything, she'd be like, yeah, I've been slimed. And they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, nothing nearly that fun. Oh, no, no, boo. So, yeah, but any of you other guys ever, ever like, went back and thought about that, be like, hey, yeah, yeah you're completely right. And that, like I said, that's got it. That's got a guy like that. That's got to just really um, just irk him. Oh, yeah. And maybe that could even be the reason why they, why they broke up. Like, he was like... That bothered him so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, understandably so. So, yeah. You know, I just put it out there, man. Yeah. I mean, just imagine that, like, you had everything all set to go on a date with Anne Hathaway. And then you found out that I got to her first. You'd be pissed off at me. No. I mean, (laughs) am I still going on a date with her? I mean... I guess. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about Anne Hathaway here. Like, if you're like, like, oh, yeah, I got a date with Anne Hathaway. We're like, great. And it's like, hey, um, she'll be ready, but we're running about 30 minutes late. <laughs> and like, yeah, but I still have a date with her, right? <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> nice to know, I guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... I'm, I'm, just I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if I were like getting ready for a date with Annie Kendrick and you were like, oh yeah, I fucked her, it'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, so that would stop you completely. No, it wouldn't stop me okay. completely, but I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, that's why I, wouldn't, I hadn't planned on telling you until after you had second two. I'd be like, hey, me too. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> we're tunnel buddies, what do you know? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, oh... I left her house at 6.30 and came over here. Yeah, I was there at 5.30. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, no, but that wouldn't. Yeah, that that wouldn't bother me. I mean, now if if it was like generic girl in my in my like town that you know I met and then you're like yeah I fucked her right before you know you know like two days before you did like really I mean like that's that's kind of that's kind of shitty yeah it's Uh, it's kind of a shitty move well especially if you knew that I was like oh hey hey, dude I met this girl up at Applebee's and like she dude she was shit hot right and uh, we (laughs) got a date (laughs) mother damn (laughs) yeah I was like and we got a date and uh and you know and like from way we were talking everything I think you know and we may not go all the way, but you know, I'm I'm definitely definitely gonna like steal second base, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that came across a little too Weinstein, didn't it? A little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. How's this? I'm definitely gonna get a pop fly in the center field. How's that? <laughs> so and then and then and then you're like and then like like a day later you're like, oh hey, by the way, um, so. I just happened to stop by Applebee's and 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 had a meal. Um, I just you happened know. to stop by an Applebee's two hours from where I live, right. <laughs> and, and have a meal. And then and then after I was done, I ordered some food too. And then be like, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd feel like um, I, I think I would feel like the end of a uh, Miss New Booty, um, mm-hmm. the most deaf song. I haven't heard that one. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. No. Okay. Where it's uh, it's a really it's a really nice song, but um, where he's he's talking to all this girl he met and all that kind of stuff, and then um, they kind of hook up, and then next thing you know, like she just kind of like leaves him just flat for like no reason, and then his friends like, yo, I met this like really hot girl at the club, and she looked like this. She's like, wait, what? And that's how the song ends. He's like, what? And it just ends. <laughs> uh, then I I'd, yeah, I'd be like kind of like hey hey that you know. In the words of Jimi Hendrix, that ain't too cool. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it it all it all depends, man. I mean, when we're talking about I, not not to say that you know that Anne Hathaway is like special because she's a movie star. She's special because I think she's hot. You yeah. know what I mean, and so you know, just now I, I'll tell you what what would be pissed off. What would piss me off, man, is if like you were like, oh yeah, um, I'm like. Like, yeah, I got a date with Rosario Dawson and we're going to be going out to a restaurant and afterwards, you know, we're going to, going to take a walk through downtown and who knows what's going to happen after that. But, you know, that's the plan. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, well, you know, she and I met the other day and like we went back over to my house. We we had some wine and then uh, she read uh, read a couple passages from this book to me until I fell asleep. I'd be like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you motherfucker. I, you know, there's a good chance I was going to be able to have sex with her and you said dude had to read to you first. You I would be I'd be so angry (laughs) but I mean other than that I think I'd be fine with it (laughs) something not weirdly specific I don't know (laughs) if I would blame you I think at that point I would just put it all on her and be like why the fuck did you read that (laughs) I wouldn't be able to get over but on her and not yours I just assume that you probably asked her to or something. <laughs> but this is my favorite book. <laughs> hmm. Ah, sorry, I gotta get a drink of water here. But water yeah. Up. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I mean, so again, not we we still have to do our whole podcast for you know after the credits roll. But mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever had anything else like that where you thought about like, okay, so, um, like, hey, they never really. They talked about this or like this completely happened and they just kind of gloss over it. Um, they kind of do that um, in uh, in the Karate Kid movies, like in between each of them in the first three. And they always just kind of throw away his girlfriend from the first movie and they usually do it with just like a single throwaway line of dialogue. And I always found that frustrating. Because it'll always just be like, oh yeah, you know, what What about so-and-so? And be like, oh yeah, she started dating the, the football player or whatever. And then at the beginning of the third movie, um, his girlfriend from Okinawa, he was like, oh yeah, we, we broke up because she went off to some dance studio or something. It's like, it's always just this throwaway line, but it's like, there's, there's actually, you know, grounds for a pretty interesting story arc with that kind of thing. Well, to be 
fair though, first off, the girl from Okinawa, I mean, he was going to be going back to the States, so... Yeah, she went back to the States with him. She did? Yeah, and then left him to go to a dance studio. Oh. Well, I just gotta say that maybe he really was just a shitty boyfriend. (laughs) Well, clearly he is. (laughs) He demonstrates that in all the movies. Uh, So wait, so his girlfriend from the first movie, she started dating a football player or something? I think so. Because, again, it's just like a throwaway line of dialogue uh, at the beginning of the second movie. He's, like, getting out of his car, and he's all mad, and he's like, this and this and this happens, and this is happening to my car, and Allie ran off with the football player, or whatever he said. She started dating him for somebody else. See, this goes back to our whole River City Ransom thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, it, it's, you know, in the in the video games, it's always this whole thing of, like, I'm going to go through all kinds of hell, like... Double Dragon, whatever it's... I still, Streets we, of Fury. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but that opening scene, Double Dragon, where they just walk him, just punch her in the stomach and walk off. <laughs> so good. Rough, like, what the hell? Who thought that was a good idea, even in the so 80s, good. to make that a video game? But like The comedian. Out of nowhere. They just, they just walk him, just like punch her in the stomach and like, <laughs> come with me, bitch. <laughs> And then you have to go through all that stuff. You got to fight women with like whips and leather and shit and like big mutated ass like Jason clones and all <laughs> this stuff. You got to climb up top of buildings and go through parks and, you know. Construction sites. Yeah, all that stuff to get her back. But then again, you know it's not going to last. You know it's not going to last. Like she's not going to always be forever in your debt. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, I went through all that for what? Because I mean, she could break up with you as soon as it's over. Oh, yeah. You know, be like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to tell you, you know, that would be funny if you went through like that entire video game and you get all the way through that and you fight the boss and you defeat the boss. And uh, then you get the girl and he's like, come on, baby, let's go home. It's like, um, I mean to tell you that, uh, yeah, I don't really want to see you anymore. I already started dating this new guy. It's like, wait, what? It's like, yeah. That's why that guy over there was so pissed off. He heard me talking about it, how I've been cheating on you. And he was like, this fucking bitch. Let's teach her some manners. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait. He was a good guy all the time. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. me apart. <laughs> I kind of want to do a comic of that. That would be awesome. <laughs> that, that would be funny. <laughs> But I mean, that's the thing, like, you, you just know what's... Le- just leaves her tied up at the end. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm just going to go home, huh? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm saying, like, why don't you call your new boyfriend, bitch? I'm going to set the phone right over here. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'd actually do, like, a Watchmen thing. Mm-hmm. And be like, I, they, like, tie her to, like, they handcuff her to a radiator. <laughs> and be like, so it's like, uh... You could call somebody for help uh, using the cell phone here, but it'd probably be faster to, you know, to just <laughs> salt your own hand. But it'd be both of them out of reach. Like, like, <laughs> like, they, like the hacksaw would be like three feet out of her reach and the cell phone would be like 10 feet out of her reach. <laughs> Wait, you didn't give me a fighting chance. Yeah. Ain't that a kick in the ass? <laughs> you know how it feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I feel like they, I mean, obviously it's not super relevant to the plot of any of the Karate Kid movies, but I feel like, you know, it could have helped sort of garner some sympathy for Daniel as a character. Well, so here's the thing. He falls in love with that chick. Well, falls in love. Um, what's the line from Romeo and Juliet? Um, uh, was that men don't fall in love with their hearts, but with their eyes? Oh, um, <laughs> with their cock. <laughs> well, the way the way that Pete Postlethwaite um, delivers the line in uh, in the Boz Lerman movie, mm-hmm. and he's as he's talking to uh, talking to Romeo, he goes, "It was like love's not not with the heart, but with there." And he looks, he pauses, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I think that uh, you don't really know anything about this girl. And, you know, Johnny is, like, he's being a dick. Like, stop it, Johnny. Stop it. You know? <laughs> and he's, like, you know, he's, like, this thing is, like, a, you know, remember I spent that weekend at Rick James's house? Well, this is what I learned. Fuck your boombox, you know? <laughs> and, but, so, anyway, getting all that to say, like, and we Johnny don't know. Says, don't touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't know anything about her. So, but as far as you know, like, she's probably the bad guy. 
I mean, and of course, all of her friends are going to be like, oh, no, she's just she's a really sweet girl. and He's just a jerk. Well, of course, you're going to say that you're her friends, but she could be a complete asshole. She could be. And then and then what do we see? We see that he just trying to stand up for her ends up getting this whole thing with Johnny and his crew. And then they I mean, hell, it's so bad. They want to kill him. They want to kill him. I mean, like the, the little blonde haired guy was just like he's gonna need a body bag a body bag Johnny and then like in like the sensei is like oh yeah by the way I want you to break his leg just because he's pissing me off all because of that little bitch who right after the fight is over she's like oh now I'm gonna start dating this football player but she's not really dating a football player what she wants is for you to go fight for her again because that's how she gets her kicks mm-hmm. which is the thing that she did with you and Johnny it's a pattern there is that. And you fell into that. Because <laughs> you're a moron, Daniel LaRusso. Talking about, yeah, I used to, you know, I used to, used to, used to do karate back uh, back in Jersey, you know, because I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything about karate, all right? I am Italian. It's like, yo, the Chinese, they think they invented noodles? No, we invented noodles first, and we also invented karate first. And they stole that just like they stole the noodles. <laughs> Yeah, um, now I haven't watched hardly anything of Cobra Kai, but there was one scene where, um, Johnny actually talks about that whole thing, the whole altercation with Daniel, and his whole, uh, his whole thing is that, like, you know, yeah, he let things get out of hand that night at the beach, and he shouldn't have broken a radio, but then Daniel's the one who started the fight, and Daniel's the one who threw the first punch, and all he did was defend himself. But... In his, well, in Daniel's defense, though, like, he didn't really have to do much because Daniel couldn't fight. I mean, he didn't yeah. have to do anything. He, he, he I mean, didn't do much. He just kicked him, like, three times. Well, I mean, first, like, didn't he, like, like, like dodging, like, his, like, storm to the ground and stuff? Yeah. And he, then when Daniel kept trying, he was like, he's like, oh, I don't like sand in my face. I'm Italian. And, <laughs> and then he, like, beat the shit out of him. But it was when he came back, like... Ooh, we're spooky skeleton warriors. Like, that's when he took it too far, I think. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's like he said in uh, in Cobra Kai, he hadn't seen Daniel for months. He'd been avoiding him. And then out of nowhere, he's just sparking a J in the bathroom and Daniel dumps water all over him. That's why they got pissed off there. See, I've never watched Karate Kid. I've, really? never, I've never been interested in watching Karate Kid. Holy shit, Karate Kid is so good. I I've never wanted to watch it. Wow. I, just, um, I mean, I've seen I've seen pieces of it, you know, enough to. But I didn't I didn't know about the part about him smoking like weed in the but but he shouldn't have been doing that anyway. Well, he shouldn't have been doing that on school property. No, but I but mean, that's, it's that's, that's it's not, also like not like this horrible violent thing that he's doing either. But it, I mean, also, it's not your place to come here. But like, you know, crack is whack. Ugh, take this water in your head. <laughs> like, no, dude. Why you want to do that? What's your problem? Just a comic I read a few days back. (laughs) So. I'll I'll get into it in a bit. (laughs) So, um, I'm I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, that, anyway. Yeah, I I think that Uh, that she really is a troublemaker and she's the one that she always wants to, is, was that the, is that the one that had the, I'm a man who will fight for your honor song? No, that's two. Oh, is that two? Yeah. I I always can't, like, like, which one is the one from the Robin Hood movie with, with, uh, um, Kevin, Kevin. Oh, you're thinking of um, shit, shit. It's Brian Adams. Okay, Brian Adams at Peter Cetera. Okay, right. yeah. Okay, I'm fine then. Um, God damn it! What's that song? I don't care now. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's not Peter Cetera. Okay, um... good. Damn it! <laughs> what is the song? Nobody cares. Look into my eyes. Oh. And you'll see what is the fucking. Oh, see now I'm gonna have to slice your fucking throat. Shut what up! I can't remember the name of the goddamn song though. <laughs> this is gonna be worth fighting for. You know, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Why do I know the words but I can't remember the fucking song? Is it? Is it? I do it for you. Everything I do, I do for you. God, you fucking ass. We can move on. No, we can't. <laughs> now you made me actually have to remember and think about something that I've so, been like I could for like. Most of my life, we were like, I don't know what that name of that song is. <laughs> it's it's not something. But, but now, no, it's <laughs> no, it's now. I have to be like, yes, I know what that is. I mean, it's you reminded me of it. It's no glory of love by Peter Cetera, but 
Okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's just all right, but like the orchestral <sighs> stuff off of that soundtrack is so good. Anyway, so yeah, Daniel, I had no, um, I didn't know he did all that stuff. I just like whatever. Yeah, Daniel's a fucking psychopath. Are you kidding me? He's he's a bad person. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not falling into your trap. I mean, I, I've already, I've already done that twice. I'm not going to give you credence to like your whole like the racist rant thing. I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, I mean, I'm not one of those people saying that Johnny's like the hero of the story or anything. I'm just saying Daniel is a kind of a piece of shit in a lot of ways. I, I know what you're saying and I know what you're doing and right you now. You know okay? why. And, and, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway. So I mean, who else but an Italian would waste their college <laughs> there money? There you go. There you <laughs> go. And opening a bonsai store with potential. Kill the last real bonsai tree in America. Because I thought he spent his college. No, he, he delayed going to college. Yeah. To go to Okinawa. Mm-hmm. But the okay. Yeah, and then in the third movie, he spends a huge chunk of his college fund opening the bonsai tr- store with Miyagi. And then, even though Miyagi shows him the last bonsai tree growing in America, and it's like, this is the last real one that's growing in the wild, and Daniel just, like, digs it up. Isn't it, like, hang off the side of a cliff or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The third movie is so goddamn bad. I love the Karate Kid movies, but the third one is so bad. And then he had the cutest chick, man. And he, oh, all the chicks he's with are adorable. Uh, I think it was, it was Elizabeth. She was in the first one. I think so. She didn't really do anything for me. She's she's all right. She's cute. But um, but the the one from the second one, uh, crap, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of her name now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Tamalyn Tamita, mm-hmm. uh, who of course like we talked about, and it's like yeah, I love her, and um, well, I shouldn't say I love her, but <laughs> like that I never didn't really put two and two together. She was the girl from Karate Kid Two, or the yeah. woman from Karate Kid Two, when she's in uh, four rooms mm-hmm. uh, in the misbehaviors thing. That that was uh, that that was her, but yeah, uh, yeah, she's which, you haven't you haven't seen the misbeha- you haven't seen four rooms, so you haven't seen the misbehaviors mm-hmm. thing. No, no, it's so great, especially when Antonio Banderas is combing his son's hair, and he's got it. He's like combing it back. He's trying to slick it back. <laughs> And, and the kid's like wincing in the mirror. He's like pulling with the comb. He's like, I can't do anything. You've got your mother's hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> they, they did a... Oh, wow. That's where that's from. Because in Spy Kids 2, they do a parody of that scene. Well, that's because that was the... That was the inspiration that uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez did. That's the thing that inspired yeah. Spy Kids. Yeah. Was that whole thing. Because in Spy Kids 2, he's uh, combing Junie's hair back. And then he's like, oh, wait, a knot. And he like... Rinses his arm around and just like puts all of his body weight down and rips the knot and he's like there we go <laughs> it's really funny uh, we I, we have to watch Four Rooms Four Rooms is yeah so definitely great. god it's, it's it's so good I mean <laughs> when I say it's good it's the moments that are good hold everything else together and of yeah. course we've, I've shown you the Marissa Tomei scene yeah which yeah. is just that's phenomenal but anyway um, so she's good and then in the, the third one he's got uh, what's her name Robin Lively Mm-hmm. Oh man, I used to have the biggest thing for Robin Lively all the time. I, I, oh, she's super cute. I used to always just call her Natty Gan because I couldn't remember her name, and I used to just call her Natty Gan. Like, oh, she's got that little that little puppy dog nose. Oh, Natty Gan's so hot. Um, and, and then that one though, it's like they're just friends. And it's like yeah. that's all they're gonna be is friends because she's like, no, I see your douchebag ass coming a mile away. I need my wolf to tell me that it's your piece of shit. Yeah, no, because she says like. Right at the beginning when he asks her, she's like, yeah, I got a boyfriend. He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll ask you out anyway, because I'm Italian. <laughs> hey. Does she disappear like halfway through the movie? Um, No. No, she sticks with him. No, I, I thought that her character, like, like, she's like, just like gone for like a big chunk of the movie. Like, she's not even in it. She's not there super frequently, but uh, just because, like, she's not the focus. Right, that belongs to Tom C. and Griffith. Right. Oh, my goodness. Where is this thing I'm looking for? Um, so, while you're looking for that, I'm just going to say... Um, so, the whole the whole deal... Um, Here's the picture. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'd say... So, the, the whole deal with that is... Uh, so, in between each movie... And I know, like, the first one... The second one picks up... With right after the fight in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Like, they step out in the parking lot. And that's where movie two picks up. Right. And then, um, 
like uh the guy that runs uh, Cobra Kai, he tries to like beat up uh, Miyagi, and he ends up punching the win the, the windows of the car. Yep. Um, and uh, anyway, so and then how long is it after that that he decides to go to El Because I forget. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Movie. Um, that happens pretty quickly, like within a couple of weeks after winning the tournament. Um, Miyagi gets notice that his teacher was dying. Okay, so. My next question is, um, after the uh, second one, how long is it between the second and the third? That I'm not too sure about. It's not extremely long. I, I want to say it's within a couple of months, but I'm not 100% positive. It's been a long-ass time since I've watched him. Wow, he doesn't have any problems just like just moving on, does he? Well, yeah. Okay, it's like, nope, hey. Because Italians are horny bastards. <laughs> Like, okay, so, yep, and now I just move on to the I, next thing. I remembered that I'd sent this picture to my sister, just because it's... Oh, God. It's haunting. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Italian people. Um, Because we brought up Spy Kids, you know, Daryl Sabera, who played Junie, has just kind of dropped off the map, and nobody really knew much of what was happening with him. Well, the, and the girl, she was, um, she was in a... She was around for a while, and then she just kind of disappeared, too. Yeah, she did a couple of things, and uh, last thing I saw her in was in uh, one of the Machete movies. Oh, yeah. And she turned out to be quite attractive. Uh, I do recall that she was attractive, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so here's this picture of Daryl Sabera with Megan Trainer of the song All About That Bass. Oh, yeah. Leaving a sex store with a grocery bag full of dildos. <laughs> oh, wait, dude, do we know that it's full of dildos? I mean, it's it's a, just a bag of dildos there. Um. So is that? Are they? Wow. Okay. He he still has that same baby face, yeah, dude. But look at the haunted PTSD Vietnam flashback <laughs> look in his eyes of just staring straight ahead. It's not like he's leaving the sex shop with Megan Trainer. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go back home and get some. It's like I can hear the choppers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she was probably, she was probably, um, like, looking at some of the things, and, you know, they've got, uh, well, I say you know, but you probably don't, but, you know, they, they've got those, um, God, I don't, oh, man, our podcast, <laughs> it, it went from being highbrow to... At what point were we ever highbrow? Low and brow, I just... <laughs> Anyway, so they've, they've got those those little, like, butt plug things that look like thumbs. You seen those? <laughs> I have not seen those. Like, they, they normally come in, like, like like purple or green or some <laughs> shit like that. But it, but it's it's shaped in, and it's molded to look like a thumb. And it can't be, it can't be vaginal because, like, it's not big. It's, it's just like a, like a, anyway. And I can only imagine she was probably looking at those. And he started having flashbacks to the little thumb <laughs> creatures. Thumb thumbs. Right? <laughs> And and then that's what brought it all back. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. Maybe we can use these on each other. And then next minute, hit him. He's like, you know, all I can think about like, the thumbs. He gets that hollowed look in his eyes, and he's just here. It's <laughs> madman. Help us save us. <laughs> the thumbs. The thumbs. And then he <laughs> It's like we were we were just kids. <laughs> okay, so I have to I have to ask. Only in Hollywood this same kind of shit happen, but um but I have to ask, how does someone like him who hasn't been in the spotlight or probably hasn't done anything um in a while meet someone like that um and like hook up, like because she, like she's, like I, I could never just meet her, but like, oh yeah, so yeah, let me go and just meet her because I can, right, right. I mean, and if I had ran into him, I probably would not have recognized who he was. Um, so how is how would he be able to get him to put himself in a position where he can meet her? Be like, oh, remember me? I used to yeah. do the Spy Kids movies. Remember me? I used to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hook up and be like, well, yeah, so now we're going mean, to go to a sex store together. Megan Trainer can't be any older than me. Which means she's right around the same age as Daryl Sabera and um, Alexa Vega. Okay. So if she grew up with those movies, then... I can I can see the logistics of why she would have a thing for Daryl Sabera. But what I'm saying is, how does he even get to meet her? Yeah, 
Because, I mean, it's not, it's not like he's going directly to her and be like, oh, hey, I'm Daryl Sabera. Remember me? <laughs> I just loved your song all about that bass. Yeah. I bought you this watch here. It doesn't tell time. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, how do we, he's got to get through a bunch of people before he gets there. And I'm pretty sure people are not going to, like, give a shit or let him through. Nearest thing I can figure would be social media, you know? It's like everybody... Like, all these celebrities and shit comment on each other's stuff and all that and, like, have conversations. I'm sure it wouldn't have been too much effort for one or the other to slide into the other person's DMs. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just imagine that, like, there's so much... It's like, whenever somebody retweets something that someone else said, I'm thinking, like, that was so luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure they get retweeted, like, all the time or someone makes comment. And they don't read all that stuff. You can't possibly read... Although when you've got millions of subscribers and you've got like thousands of like posts to your stuff, you can't go through and read all that stuff. I got real shit to do here, right? <laughs> you know, so how would that not get lost in everything else, you know? Mm. Or, or even if they like, if they, you know, DM you, like, you, they probably have a lot of people that do that shit. Oh, yeah. And like, so how does it not get, I, mean, I don't know. I just, don't know. I mean, it, it seems like someone like Ryan Reynolds, they react to a lot of people's tweets. Huh. So that was but, the thing. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna. I was actually gonna talk about Ryan Reynolds too, um, <laughs> because the the new Save by the Bell is on, mm-hmm. um, and and I was like, okay, new Save by the Bell is on, and it's got you know most of the, the cast members except for the, the two crazy ones, um, and uh, and I was looking at uh, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, I was gonna call him Zach Morris, but you know that's his, his character's name. But I, I was looking at him and I was like, wait a minute, like. What um, like what happened to you, dude? Mm-hmm. But no, I'm serious. Like, like what what happened to you? Because, like, you had the potential to be um, to be like a. I'm gonna say he had the potential to be a great actor, right? But he had the potential to to like really like further his career, right? Uh, like Mark Paul Gosler, right. um. He had the potential to further his career. He let that shit kind of get like taken over. Well, not taken over, but he got sidelined by like Mario Lopez, who really kind of like went a couple places. And then he, you know, stepped back or, you know, did whatever his like TV hosting shit or whatever it was. Right. And then, you know, Mark Paul kind of did a couple things. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, you could have really stepped right into one of those roles, like a, like a, um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. or a uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or um, uh, what's my man? Um, Australian guy. Australian guy. Yeah, Australian guy. Heath Ledger. Oh. Right? <clears throat> so you had the, you had the potential to do that, but you, you didn't. And now I was thinking about it. You're like, you know what? He could have been the, uh, he could have been like the American Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He has the look. He's the, he's got the age, I mean, and I don't know if he necessarily has the the quote unquote humor, but I mean, <laughs> you, you he had that he could have been that. We had to take, we had to get a Canadian to do that. <laughs> we could have had a full blooded homegrown American like fill that role that needed to be filled, and you weren't there. Where were you, Mark? <laughs> I mean, MPG, where were you? That we had to go to our cousins to the north, those those freaking syrup suckers, right? <laughs> to get the guy to fill the hole that you left. You were the chosen one. I mean, I mean, honestly, like, uh, uh, was it uh, two guys, a girl, in a pizza place? That that could have been. That could have been like uh, freaking like a uh, 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 what's um. Zack Slater Kelly in a pizza place. I mean, that's what that could have been. But you decided you were like, well, I'm just going to like, you know, kick back some and work on my or whatever it was you were doing. And you let this Canuck slide in there and take over a spot that was built for you. Hey, man, don't, don't go bad mouthing my Ryan. I'm not bad mouthing him. I'm just saying, but okay. Like, look, Call okay. Him a fucking syrup sucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, okay, the proposal, right? Uh-huh. Replace Ryan Reynolds with Mark Paul Gosler. No, no change. I guess not. Blade 3. Mm. No change. I don't know, because he's a lot dead. He's very Deadpool-y in Blade 3. 
he is, but only because you've seen Deadpool. Yeah. If you, since that came first, if you erase Deadpool from your mind or just block it out, like, you know, like, like the, anyway, just block it out. Um, <laughs> right. Then I could see that. Maybe. Maybe. So um, did you watch Saved by the Bell? Not really, no. Okay. Well, I recently had to come to grips with the fact that I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell in syndication. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know why I watched it, and I'm gonna say right now, it wasn't just because of, of just because of Elizabeth Berkeley, because after they left, they brought in like Saved by the Bell, like the new class or something like that. When mm-hmm. or like when they got in the the hey, I'm the tough chick. Remember how they had Joe in Facts of Life? I'm like her, but only on Saved by the Bell. Like yeah, yeah, I still watched it. I didn't like it. I don't know why I watched, but I have to come to terms with the fact that I watched a lot of it. Like this is this is how much Saved by the Bell I watched. Okay, is that. Did you know that they, the original, like, Saved by the Bell, like, the first season, before Slater and all them, wasn't even about Zach and all them? It was about <laughs> the teachers? No. Nah. Like, they, like, after school, they would show, like, was it uh, Haley Mills or one of those? It was, like, the main teacher. And, like, they, they would have scenes in her house. <laughs> and then, wow. uh, was it uh, T.C. Carter? Uh, the guy from, um, it's been a bunch of stuff. But he was in The Thing. One of the black guys he played. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the cook. I'm trying to think of what his name is now. Um uh anyway uh he was in it too he was like a janitor at the school yeah but then and and then zach was in it of course doing like all of a sudden screech were but um and he was still doing his normal zach stuff so he was kind of like the class kind of the one she's got to straighten up and get to fly right the next thing you know she's gone carter's gone and then like it's all about zach and them yeah you know so that's how much i watched that show that i know that there was like a whole (laughs) different like premise of the show before uh, and all that stuff, but I can't tell you that I liked it. <laughs> um, I, I I can't tell you that I liked it because I, I I didn't. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> um, but in, anyway, so I'm just I'm just saying, like, I think that if you look at that, you can see like some of the smart assy stuff that he did. You know, obviously that show was very much looking to the camera, right? You know, right. but some of the smart assy stuff I did, I can see that working in um, in Blade Three. Hmm. Now, when you go to Deadpool, though, I don't think that he could have filled that role. But we don't know because he didn't grow in those other roles yeah. to get to that. We look at a movie like Dead Man on Campus with him and uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, he's another guy that's got like three names. Uh, uh, Tom Everett Scott, I think it was, mm-hmm. that's in that with him. Um, and uh, and we're like, okay, well, hey, he can do like a more straight comedy, whatever. Right, I'm just saying, right. like, you, why? Why Why did you do that? Why did you make Ryan Reynolds be the person that 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 we, like, be like, oh, he's so funny and charming. I want to meet him. He's so every day. <laughs> that could have been, that. no, that should have been you. <laughs> you broke my heart. You, you, you let me down. It's because you couldn't dance. Well, I, you know, I still can't dance. <laughs> and as much as I love Franklin and Bash, let me put it out there, as much as I love Franklin and Bash, that's not that's that's doesn't wash everything away you know it doesn't damn you mpg damn you all the hell <laughs> fucking miles per gallon <laughs> oh yeah but anyway <laughs> anyway so what were we talking about i, I don't, I don't know that like lost wow yeah we've Oh, we were talking about Ghostbusters, and I was talking about yeah. like anything else, like after, like did you thought about having a movie that you like thought about, like yeah, they never well, really fully addressed this. And I said Karate Kid, which led us somehow down the rabbit hole to Daryl Sabera walking out of a sex shop with Megan Trainer, which somehow brought because us because of Tamil to yeah, which somehow brought us over to Say by the Bell. Yeah. So, but anyway, my other thing was that yeah, I think Daniel's just a really bad boyfriend, and yeah. I, I don't think he knows anything about girls. But clearly not, because he's Italian. Oh, ha yeah. <laughs> Say what you will, but you know what? He could go back to Jersey, and he could just, like, just let himself go. Get, like, a big-ass <laughs> gut. Walk around, like, in, like, a tracksuit with, like, a wife beater, right? And get a hot-ass Italian chick wearing tight jeans and heels and big hair. Apparently, yeah. So, <laughs> and while we can get none of that. I could probably get an Italian chick if I went up north. If you went up north. 
Yeah. I don't like leaving my house that much. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I say to that? Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. It's the matter you. I'm just saying, I mean, that, that's the one thing, I mean, no, no matter what, man, you can say whatever you want about them, but in the end, it's like, I can just let myself go completely, right? <laughs> and the thing is, not even try to hide the fact that I'm, like, completely out of shape and, like, a, like a hairy as shit and everything. <laughs> not even try to trim that stuff. I can, like, have hair, like, coming off my back, sticking out the collar <laughs> yeah. of my shirt. And I can get this hot-ass, like, 26-year-old, like, you know... Like big tits and like a small waist, wearing these tight ass jeans, wearing like twelve inch heels, right? And, and hair taller than the Chrysler Building, right? Who's gonna be like, say that I'm the hottest thing ever? And, Meanwhile, and, and you look he's like so a good to me. Kicked around the barbershop floor, right? I'm, I look like the stunt double for the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, but tell me, can, can you do this? <laughs> and the thing is, I'm 53. And, and it's like, she's 26. And it's like, it's you. But you're like 35. And you've got nothing. You've got nothing. You know why I caught all this? Because I'm Italian. I know about these things. <laughs> and I just got to say, shit, you're right. Like, I, I got nothing. I mean, that, that's how they get those chicks is they just walk up to them in the bar and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know what women want because I'm Italian. <laughs> it's, that's it's, my personality trait. It's it's almost like like the opposite of the Rubenesque thing where like um, – like you look at her, she's so healthy and plump, which, which means that she that she's got money, she eats well, but she's right, not poor, right. and that she's you know, well taken care of. So it's, it's almost like that. Like, oh, look at him! Like, look at him! He's so overweight, and, you know. And, Clearly, and he gives zero fucks, right? And it's like for a guy like that, you know, it was like he must be doing well for himself. <laughs> and I want someone's going to take care of my future because my biological clock is ticking like this. And just, I'm like, okay, wow. It's like, I, I got nothing, man. <laughs> You're right. The, the, the two utes. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> the utes, the utes, the two utes. What's a ute? <laughs> oh. Gotta love that movie. <laughs> it really is a good movie. Oh. And that also has Daniel Russo in it. <laughs> it does. Wow. <laughs> we, Christ, we're on fire tonight. We are, man. We are bringing it back around the midnight every time. And I don't know how because we're just, we're just babbling like a couple of crackheads. <laughs> wait, wait. You got some crack? No. Tell me you were all out. No. Tell me holding back me, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. That's why you you made fun of me when I was like I was so pleased that I brought the Lenny thing back around because <laughs> yeah. that was that was so just accidental just coincidental I'm like it, it works because you were so proud of it it was it was it was like it was like like pulling the slot machine lever like cherry cherry and it's like and then all of a sudden it just like it just tumbled one more time ching cherry and I was like ding, 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 ding. like yes I'm dancing around singing singing in the rain I'm like oh man. Oh, okay. Woo! Yeah, buddy. So, um... <laughs> so, my name is withheld because I'm going to be joining the Wayless Relocation Program. <laughs> and then, like some people, I actually know how to be like, I'm not going to run around telling everybody who I am because I was saying that I'm in the Wayless Relocation Program. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name is Verbally Redacted. And uh, <laughs> you can always find me here on uh, How Moms Think We're Funny. Along with, uh, I'm a Comey, and I know how to podcast because I am Italian. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> fantastic. This podcast sounds exactly like a real podcast, <laughs> just like an Italian made it. So, you <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you made me think of uh, that episode of The Simpsons when Homer was uh, was uh, imitating Krusty the Clown. And, yeah. and the mob is going after him, and they pick him oh, up yeah. thinking he's crusty. And he goes, like, is he crusty the crowd? And he's like, no, 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 I'm Homer Simpson. He goes, hey, the same Homer Simpson. Ever. He's like, no, 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 I mean, uh, I'm Joe Palacci. The same Joe Palacci. He's like, no, 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 I'm this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what you made me think of. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I want to say I'm somebody else. We're like, no, that's just going to be even worse. Ah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, you can find me on social media at Draws. Um 
I, I am a lot more contained on social media. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, when you shove a microphone in our face and we say all kinds of like rude, <laughs> outlandish shit that we wouldn't dare say in public. We're, we're, we're podcast tough guys. <laughs> like, I wouldn't talk this way over text or on the phone, <laughs> but on a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember the tough guy creepypasta, right? Uh, I don't think the, so. The what the fuck did you say to me, you little fucking maggot? That whole thing—it's so stupid. I think I think I do. Like I, I, I was I was in the Navy SEALs and Special Forces, and I have over two hundred confirmed kills. I have the power to order a drone strike on your house right now. That whole thing. <laughs> I used to keep that on a notepad and would just copy and paste it to people whenever we were texting. <laughs> it's good I mean, stuff. Really, I. I You've got the power to order a drone strike, a drone strike, uh, on domestic. So, so I, I don't think so. Uh. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. So that that's been me. Um, this this is fun. <laughs> this has been us. Oh man. Oh, I'm sorry, but uh, man, just. This takes a lot of energy out of us, man. It does. I mean, I don't know. You I mean you can say what you want about racist, but you know, being <laughs> being a racist is. I mean, it is energy draining and time consuming. It's not just something that you do just for fun. You just walk away and be like, "Oh yeah, now I'm gonna go out and go do some exercise." No, it it is tiring work. I've got to finish pause work, just like Ma taught me. <laughs> Oh, and on that, I did you adieu. Bye, everybody. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.